Welcome. My name is Marilyn Shannon, and I welcome you today to the Breaking Free Show. Hope you're all doing wonderful wherever you are. And we are having some fabulous weather. It's warm, it's gorgeous, but it's wrong. Every time I go outside, I think to myself, this is fun. This is great. I'm wearing summer clothes. It's wrong because it shouldn't be like this in February, but we're enjoying it anyway. So everything is good here. I'm not as busy over there trying to make sure everything is running well. But without him, we have no show. So I want to thank him for each and every week uh, getting the show ready, producing it. Because I'll tell you, this is not just a small little feat. I mean, we actually have a studio. We have cameras. We have a board for sound. I mean, there's a lot that goes on here. And I, for one, am extremely fortunate and blessed that I get to come to this place every single week and, and do a show because it's great. And I don't have to worry about the technology. Amnon's worrying about it for me. So anyway, we're going to get on with the show. So Amnon, hello. And when you get back over here, I'll introduce you. So as many of you know, I have recently launched a book, and I'm really excited. It's the first of many. And I, once I wrote it and, and released it, I began to realize because my publishing architect, consultant slash agent, uh, was guiding me all the step of the way, and it, it, is a, it is a process. And I know a lot of you out there are dabbling in writing or have written and you know what? We have things to say. We all have things to say. And that is one reason I do the show and why I do a lot of things. And we should not hold back what we want to say because of how to do it, how not to do it, what we know, what we don't know, all of those things. We need someone who is going to guide us and support us with information so that the things that you know the world can know too, the things that you want to share the things that you just feel in your heart, you can share with everybody else out here because it really is up to each and every one of us to support each other towards our freedom, towards our empowerment, towards our liberty. So with that, I want to uh, welcome a very good friend of mine, dear, dear friend, who I just realized has been a friend for like 20 some odd years. And my friend, Sherry Wilkolowski, is a publishing architect, and I'm going to let her explain that to you, but we've known each other for many, many years, and I am, like, so fortunate she's been in my life. So let me introduce to you Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Hi, Marilyn. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you here because it is really um, kind of full circle because we worked together before on, in uh, TV, and now we get to work together in publishing. So why don't you tell everybody who you are and what you do? Well, I'm a, I'm a writer. I'm an author. and um, But most importantly, I'm a publishing architect. I work with authors, uh, primarily book authors. I also have a magazine, Luxeat Magazine. So I'm a magazine editor-in-chief and publisher. But work with writers on all different levels. And, and my passion is books. So, you know, working with you... We, we sat down and, and mapped out your publishing blueprint and put together a plan and put that in place to get your book published and out to the world. Uh, you know, authors think it, there's, there's a lot of folks out there who are writing books and they're not quite sure how to make it all happen. And that's what I specialize in. So there are a lot of steps and sometimes <laughs> yeah. it, can, it can sound daunting when you might not know the smallest things or whatever. But we're going to go through some things. But before I do that, I just want to welcome anybody out there who wants to call in anytime and ask your questions. You certainly can do that. So you can call in at 919-518-9773. Or you can connect with us in our chat. If you notice, right near the video is a chat. You can put your name there and ask questions, just listen, whatever you want. And you can also come in on Skype. And that would be computers, that's plural, to the number 2K voice anytime you want to connect with the studio and share what's going on, ask a question, whatever you like. So I did a book. I wrote a book. I launched a book, which was like, oh, my God, Marilyn is doing this? That's how I felt. And it was, you know, really kind of scary at times. But honestly, it's been the what, and I've done a lot of things, but this has been one of the greatest experiences 
I have had in my career. And, uh, and I'm going to get more into that in a minute. But, but Sherry, you know, the emotional part of writing, which is something that I think was one of the things we wanted to talk about, is right. getting past or get understanding it and getting past it. So what would you tell everybody? Well, I, the first chapter in my book is all about setting expectations because, you know, writing a book, it is a very personal thing. And I mean, that is for anyone, for, uh, for my new book that just came out, Self-Publishing Fundamentals, it was a very personal journey. Um, but, but it is a personal experience and authors need to get their expectations in check as they move forward, whether they're gonna self-publish their book or they're going to be picked up by a traditional publisher and be working alongside a traditional publishing house and um, either which way they need to, to get their expectations in check. And um, being realistic on what does it mean, being realistic on how long it takes to, to go through the publishing process and what's actually gonna happen once that book is launched. There's marketing that needs to be done before the book is released. There's marketing that needs to be done after the book is released. And whether you're self-publishing or being traditionally published, the author is ultimately responsible for the marketing and promotion. So it, it is, there's a lot of, lot of emotions that get drummed up. You know, most people writing a book, um, my book obviously is on self-publishing, but your, your book is not. And, you know, an author who's writing a cookbook, for example, their focus is in the kitchen. They might be a chef and that's their passion. Their passion is food, but then suddenly they're thrown into this, this brand new business of publishing and they need to know terminology and technology and, and all of that. And um, it's a lot to, to take in. So uh, before we get on, why don't you hold up your book? You have it. Here it is. Oh, it's lovely. Yes. There you go. And then, you, and then get it on Amazon, right? We can get it on Amazon. Self-publishing fundamentals. And so, just briefly, this book will contain what? So this this book is is tailored for a new author who's interested in self-publishing, but also for any any author who is interested in learning more about the actual publishing process. I provide several um, publishing blueprints, as I call them, which are just really literally step-by-step -step instructions on how to get your book published. So if you're a new author, in your case, you were a brand new author, you could have picked up the book and gone directly to the, to the blueprint on you know, publishing a new title, brand new author, and just followed all of the steps. I believe there's about, in that particular blueprint, there's 25 steps. So, you know, that seems like a lot, it is. Uh, but I tell you, you know, step by step, what you need to do, where you need to go, how to how to uh, to prepare yourself from a technology standpoint and get your files prepared, what to do to get your cover designed, how to get the book formatted, um, all of those things are included. So I know that let's start with some of the beginning, the difference between yep. say self-publishing and the expectation self-publishing or getting it published. Sometimes people get stuck and not knowing which way to go or can I go, can I go, you know, traditional route or should I go self-publishing route and then not going any route. That's right, a problem. Go ahead. Right. So I would say here, here's what I would say. Uh, number one, one of the things that you authors really need to consider uh, is the marketing because whether you're going to try to, you know, uh, get an agent, and it can be fiction, you can be a fiction writer or nonfiction, it doesn't matter. Either which way, if you say, well, listen, I would really like to have someone else publish my work. You know, you're looking at a random house or a HarperCollins or something of, of that magnitude or a small regional publisher, and you would really like to be published by someone else. Uh, you really need to look at the fact that you are going to have to do a presentation. You're going to need an agent. You're going to need a query letter. Um, you're going to have to sell your book your concept to that publisher. And then along with that, you're gonna to need to pre prepare a marketing plan. So all of that, that time and effort that you're investing in upfront to do your marketing plan and all of that, um, you, really, you really need to weigh your options. Does it make financial sense? So a traditional publisher may, a smaller publisher in this market, may offer anywhere from $1,000 to $5,000 to an author for the right to use and publish their book for a certain period of time. Maybe it's a year, it's probably gonna be three to five years, something like that. 
Um, so they're going to give you that money. Let's say it's five thousand dollars. They're going to give that to the author as an advance against the sale of their book. So yes, that publisher is going to probably invest in the editing and the formatting and the cover design and the pay for the ISBN number that little barcode, that number that's assigned on the back of a book, which is unique to each individual book title. And they're going to, you know, bundle it in with the rest of their catalog of their books. You know, there is a benefit to being associated with a publisher if they are going to market and promote it. Uh, so you really need to weigh the options and see what it is you're going to get versus you going out and self-publishing and doing it on your own. Because an author can go out and self-publish their book for, you can do it for free. I'm not, I'm not advocating the whole free route because you need to, you should be investing in editing and we'll talk about that later. But, um, but, an, but an author can feasibly do it themselves uh, with the right plan or a blueprint and um, go out there and do it and, and keep 100% of their royalties. You're also not sharing the royalty with, with someone else um, for years to come. You know, I am, I mean, this is not where I spent a lot of time even thinking of writing. I mean, I was not even thinking of writing. I'm a talker. I'm a gatherer of information. I'm an interviewer. Writing was not my thing. But, you know, it's been interesting because I can't, I, my book is my book. I don't have to ask anybody permission for anything. And maybe I, you know, and the other thing I have to say about, which, because obviously I've self-published, but the other thing is, um, the competition today is so keen. It's so extraordinary. Everybody, lots of people want to write books. And there's so much competition that the expectation that to get published is so incredible that I think more of you, more of us, will have a greater opportunity to actually see your book in print by doing it yourself. And if I, and again, I keep saying this, if I can do it, you can do it. I think it's, it's, well, it's anyone it. can do it. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and I'd like to make a point about competition and a, a few things. Um, a lot of authors say to me, let's say you, let's say you've written a cookbook. Um, well, you know, one of the, one of the things in my expectation chapters I talk about is a lot of authors say my book, no one else has ever written another book like mine. Well, if it's that unique, a publisher is not going to be interested in it. So if you indeed are interested in going the traditional route, you need to be able to position your book against the competition. You want to be able to put that book in and bundle it with other cookbooks. If you've written a book on gardening, you want to bundle that in so, so it can be found and be comparable to other books that are similar on that subject matter in that genre. So you're so saying that you're, you're saying that if it's that different, they won't want it. Correct. Okay. Correct. Every book is special. Every book is special. Every author puts, you know, uh, their heart and soul into it. But it does need to fall into, to be able to be sold, it needs to fall into a general category. You know, is it a romance novel? Is it a thriller? You know, I, I mean, there's so many different, um, if it's a, is it a self-help book? And if it's self-help, what is the genre of self-help? Is it, is it a business book, a career book? Uh, you want to be able to go look at your own bookshelf. If you're, you know, if you like to cook, you probably have, you know, 20 or 30 cookbooks or books about food somewhere uh, on the bookshelf or in the kitchen, right? You don't just own one. So yeah. authors should not be so afraid of the competition. And, and looking, at, uh, looking at the competition, authors who have written similar books, you know, in your genre, the, you know, that's where you want to form alliances. You want to partner with those authors to help cross-promote your work to their audience and vice versa. See, that's what I love about Sherry. Because there were so many things that she would pop up with that she would say along the way that I would be thinking something different or, something, or not even thinking about that at all. And then she would say something, and I would go, "Oh, that's true." And it would, and it made perfect sense. So, you know, it really is a good thing to work with somebody. So, what's let's go. So, what's another, or what's a first step in somebody getting really started? So they, they, they the expectation of, you know, getting picked up, not getting picked up. Go ahead. Yeah, that that really is the first step. Saying, okay, 
okay, what is it that I want to do? I really want to think about my book. I really feel like this is solid. I'm committed to publishing this properly and professionally, and I'm willing to invest everything that needs to be done uh, to, to make it happen. So if your heart is set on going the traditional route, I tell authors to give themselves 18 to 24 months to pitch. And I say start locally. So, you know, we're, we're in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, if I was interested in having a local uh, publisher or trying to find a local publisher to pick me up, I might look locally and start looking at, at publishers in the Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, Triangle area or looking somewhere in North Carolina. Or there are, there are publishers that just publish throughout the Southeast or looking for authors in a particular, they might be looking for nonfiction authors in the Southeast. Um, or wherever it is you might be. So if you are looking for a traditional publisher, look, go local first, um, expand out to your local community, your state, and then maybe, and then regionally. Or, and, and then also look at your genre. Uh, there, for let's romance, for example, there's a lot of publishers that, you know, they, that's all they do are romance. So if, if you write specifically in a particular romance niche, you know, look at, Look at the books that you're reading or that you think your book or your book compares to and go and approach those publishers. Go to the publisher's website and follow their instructions to the letter. Some of them require you have an agent. Some do not work with agents. What, however they tell you they want the content or the application submitted is how you do it. Don't, don't just start mailing off book, copies of your book that you printed off at Kinko's. Uh, that's not what you want to do. You want to follow. They, many times they want a letter. Uh, with a, a business plan, marketing plan, publishing plan, strategy. Um, and so follow their instructions. And give yourself, you know, about two years. And if, if, after, if after that time you're not picked up, then you really need to consider self-publishing. So, and I have, we have a question on the chat. Okay. And the question is, um, what advice do you, do you have for those who want to write a children's book? Do you have any specific advice for that? I do. Okay. So with children's books, as you mentioned earlier, Marilyn, everyone nowadays is, is out there publishing books because the technology is there and, and we're here to talk about publishing and doing it properly. But with children's books, since there's a lot of authors out there that have written fiction and nonfiction books, we are seeing more and more children's books being published. So if, so um, to the viewer who's asking the question, number one, I would say I would recommend self-publishing unless you can find, a, unless you're specialized in a niche, whatever the storyline might be, um, or try to go local if you want to go find a traditional house. But there are so many children's books being flooded into the marketplace. It is one of the toughest markets right now to get picked up on. However, children's books, um, they are, they take a lot more work if your book is going to be illustrated, it depends on what, where, what the age range falls in. Um, but as far as getting children's books out there, you've got the text, you've got the storyline, but then you also have illustrations. So the illustrations are key and critical to the story. So what I would recommend is that you kind of storyboard out your the story. Um, you don't look at comparable books and books that are in that same age range. So if you are, you're trying to hit you know, three to five year olds, the images are going to be different than that. Those for, you know, someone that's seven to eight or nine or, or whatnot. So look at comparable illustrated children's books and then map out your storyboard and then find an illustrator that can, that, that can create the images you're looking for. Be aware that illustration is going to be more, is be the most expensive part of your publishing process. So you are going to be looking at thousands of dollars to have a book illustrated. Now, a workaround for that, uh, depending on what your storyline is. So I worked with an author who um, was doing a children's book and it was a very, very simple, very simple children's book. Uh, probably, you know, maybe 20 pages. It was about alligators and vegetables and things like that. And so we just went off to um, one of the stock photo sites and found an illustrator package. And for a few hundred dollars, uh, we had all of the images we needed. Now, granted, they were not completely unique to that book because the images were used elsewhere, but they fit with the storyline, and it was a it was a very cost-effective cost-effective means for that author to get their book published and, and get it out there. So I want to remind everybody, because I got a load of questions. 
Because for me, this is like, oh, my God, I, I just wrote a book. I got all these questions. But I don't want to hog Sherry. So if anybody wants to call in, you have questions, you know, whatever. Look, wherever you are in the process, you may have an idea. You may not even have the idea yet. Whatever you are, please feel free to call in because we all, you know, we all get to learn, you know, again, from each other in this process. So 919-518-9773 or computers 2K voice. And then you certainly can be in on the chat. Tell me something. What is the fascination that people have with writing books? Uh, well, I think that statistically, uh, you know, it's like 99% of the population has thought about or considered writing a book. You know, um, that, that is actually a book that I would, I would like to work on, and I've been noodling around with the psychology behind it. But there, there's something that happens to a person once they publish a book. And when, Marilyn, when you and I sat down initially and we went through you and we did your, your publishing plan and we talked about what we were doing as far as, you know, cover design and formatting and strategy on the marketing, and I said to you, Marilyn, once the book comes out, it's going to change your life. It, doesn't need, it does not need to be a New York Times bestseller. You do not sell, need to sell a million copies. I said, but it is going to change your life. And I said, it, it's different for everyone. But I said, until it happens, I said, that's all I can tell you. I said, it's, and then what has happened to you? Yeah, since your book yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking because <laughs> I've often thought about this in the last month. Um, I was at a, a, a memorial service yesterday and somebody I, I kind of sort of know. I mean, I know her, but it's, she's not somebody that I've seen that much, you know, and have had, you know, deep conversations or she know anything about me or I know anything about her a little bit on Facebook but she came over to me yesterday and she said I hear your book is terrific and I said what and I had to stop for a second because it was like you know when I in doing this certainly I have the expectation that I'm going to be like million books sold I mean believe me I have no small expectation but I'm not attached to it I mean you know what I mean I mean if if a million people get it fantastic if, you know, 10 people get it, great. So I'm, I'm not attached. But the fact that somebody outside of my regular circle of people that I would have thought would have gotten it or even complimented me was extraordinary. And I think what it does is it validates the message that you have, the work that you have, the story that you have, putting it into a book. When I go somewhere, I, don't, I'm, I am particular now which pocketbook I use. Because the pocketbook I use now, Carrie, has a pocket in the middle so that I can take my book wherever I go. So if the, if the opportunity is there, then I'm able to show it or something. I mean, I don't use a floppy, book any, a floppy pocketbook anymore because I don't want my book flopping around. I want it in the middle so I can get it. And there's something, it's a, it's a validation and something even for myself, that I say to myself, you know, you know, and again, I'm not, a, not, I'm an author, I'm not a, a, a prolific, I am, maybe I'm more prolific, I'm not literary, I'm not a great, like, writer, writer, and I vote, and I said to Sherry, and this was also very important, getting the editor, and here's the thing, and we'll go into more of this, but I knew I could be fixed with however my writing was. I have a message, I have something to share. The, the, the way it comes out, it can be fixed. So don't get hung up on, you know, any of that. Don't, because I'm not, don't you, right? Right, so, right. well, and that's, that's another area that, that authors um, stress out over uh, is the editing. And number one, you need to hire a professional book editor. Okay, not, not an English teacher, uh, not a friend who, you know, speaks well, um, you know, you've got to have a Tell them why, and, tell them why not an English teacher or, or somebody who's really good in grammar. Tell them why. Well, be, because, because professional books are, follow the Chicago Manual of Style, and it is, that is how professional books are edited. So there is an editorial format. So in journalism, so, you know, back when uh, Marilyn and I were at the TV station together, I mean, uh, journalists follow the AP style. 
which is completely different. And so this means everything from how you write your numbers out um, to using commas and you know referencing and citing information is com is completely different. Uh, and so if you want your book to be considered professionally edited, you need to have a professional book editor, someone who specializes in your genre. Now it's it's simple. Um, you know, there's a lot of sources out there to identify and find um, those editors, you know, that will work with your particular book, but that is going to be one of your most expensive investments next to the marketing. I mean, you should, if you're going to expect to pay anywhere between two to 10 cents per word. Okay. So if you're looking at a copy edit, which is just fixing um, syntax and spelling and punctuation, um, grammar, you know, you're looking two to three cents, maybe four cents a word. Um, but if you, if your book needs more developmental ed, edit, where the content isn't consistent from one chapter to the next, um, you know, or let's say if it's a work of fiction, you've got, you know, you know, Sally is a character in chapter three and, you know, she graduates from high school, but in chapter six, you know, now she's still in kindergarten and there was no transition, you know, to explain how did she get from kindergarten to, you know, that, you know, that, that's more develop, developmental. So, um, and authors shouldn't be um, offended because their manuscript needs more work. Because the more work it needs, there, there is, that means there, there is some meat to it. There is some story to it. There's substance. And, um, you know, you should trust in the editor. And a good book editor will take your copy and your content and turn your, take your manuscript and use it and do it and revise it in your own voice. And there's also a dialogue that goes on. The editor makes recommendations. They say, well, we think in this particular chapter or paragraph that you should do this. It is really up to you, author, if this is what you'd like to do at the end of the day, but here's what we're recommending and here's why. Um, so the authors who really care about their book, really concerned about getting, taking their content to the next level, should really ultimately at the end of the day enjoy going through the writing process. It is not fun. It's like exercise, you know, it, it can be brutal, uh, but at the end of the day, it's going to be worth it. I mean, I, I, my book, you know, I'm still finding it, little errors here and there and it, you're going to always, I mean, I had, um, three editors, uh, I, you know, in addition to myself, uh, scrutinizing it, um, time and time again, but you know, you, you know, you can have four or five, six people on it and you can, you can miss something. So, Chris wants to know, what does AP stand for? Um, AP is um, <laughs> Chicago Manual Style, CMOS, and AP is, uh, oh gosh, I'm going to have to look it up. Give me a second. AP style. That's the journalistic style. And I'm totally blanking on the... Okay. All right. We'll come back to that. But, so, okay. Associated Press. Associated Press, that's it. That's Thank what Hamnan said. Wow, Hamnan, <laughs> are you a writer? No, but associated uh, press. Totally yeah, associated I know. The AP, yeah. I know. Sometimes you do do those. We all do those, so it's perfectly fine. You know, it's, yeah. You know, one of those things I use every day, and then, you know, you're just not thinking right. about it. Well, and, yeah, uh, it's what the magazines and newspapers and everybody uses the Associated Press. Okay, now I want everybody to know that we are planning a series of content of shows where we'll have different guests on and we're going to explore different things about publishing and it's going to start in April so it's going to be the, the um, 21st right the 28th yeah. the 1st of May and the 8th of May we're going to do a four part series with Sherry on really exploring um, publishing so you're going right, to we're want, going to go into a deep dive yeah. on each of the areas. So the so the the publishing process and really get into all the aspects uh, of editing, the formatting, the cover design. We're going to talk about distribution. So how do you get your book out to those online retailers like Amazon and Barnes and Noble, and and how to prepare your book so that it is eligible to be picked up in a local brick and mortar bookstore. And also talking about the book marketing and promotion and how do you get it out once you've got the product, you know, how do you actually get it out to the world? Exactly. So you want to mark the, that, those dates down so you're here with us. Okay, just here's a question. So, and this is a generalization, cost. If somebody's looking to start a book, 
what mm-hmm. are they looking at cost-wise, you know, because I know for me, it was not on my bottom line budget. It was a whole new thing for right. me. So, well, I would say... Yeah, go ahead. Right. So the the wild card in the in the cost there there are some fixed there's fixed pricing so there's fixed costs and then there's the wild card is always the editing so i always keep the editing separate from the basic fundamental expenses that go into actually publishing a book uh so if an author is interested in just you know going as lean as possible doing everything they can on their own um they want to pick up my book, Self-Publishing Fundamentals, that has all the steps. You've got a free option, which there are ways to publish your book for free. There, there are outlets and distribution, but you're not going to have um, as much of a reach as you would if you invested a little bit more money, a couple hundred dollars more to get your book out to Barnes & Noble and things like that. Um, but you can get it up on Amazon for free. Um, and, and, you know, you can get a free ISBN number, which... An ISBN number, I'm going to, if I can, I'll show my book. A lot of people don't know. Um, that is the ISBN number, okay? So that's a unique identifying number that's assigned to this particular book. It says it's a 6 by 9 book. It has the book title, my name on it. it. It gives the page count. So when it goes through the checkout, it says, okay, this book is 1595, whatnot. Uh, the ISBN number for my ebook is going to be different. It says it's an, it's an ebook, it's 999, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so each book needs its own identifying number. So that alone is $125. But if you're going to buy, um, if you're going to publish a print book, which you should, and an ebook, that's $250 right there for, for just the, both of those. Um, so, you know, if you're going to publish, um, depends also on who you, who are you going to get to do the formatting and the cover design. You know, there are free online wizards within self-publishing platforms. So I will, l- let me back up a little bit and, and talk about some of the, the, uh, the, the publishing platforms and the places that authors can go to publish. So a few of them that I cover in the book, CreateSpace is one. CreateSpace is Amazon. Uh, CreateSpace is the independent publishing division of Amazon.com. For those who don't know Amazon, Amazon is one of the world's largest online retailers. Um, particularly in books and, and other products. So, um, you know, you can go to CreateSpace and publish your print book for free. They'll give you a, a free ISBN number, but it's going to say that it's published. Your publisher is CreateSpace. Okay, so that's, again, something you need to consider. If you are, you know, if you're writing fiction and you don't care who your publisher is, per se, and you want to throw it up there and it's going to say CreateSpace is your publisher, okay, that's fine. Um, if you're doing nonfiction, like in, in the case of your book, Marilyn, we, we talked about your options, and you came up with your own publishing imprint name, so we had to go out and purchase your ISBN numbers, which says that that reenchant planet Earth is your publishing imprint. Okay, so we paid for your ISBN numbers in that case. So, you know, you've got a free option, you have the paid option, you have to weigh those options. But overall, you know, authors should expect to invest to do it properly, you should be looking at about 10 grand. And that that includes the marketing. So I would say, you know, you're going to have some great marketing coverage. It's going to cover all the basic fundamentals from your cover design, your formatting, um, and, and a good solid chunk of, of marketing as well. But that that is um, probably a sweet spot as far as budget goes. And, and what does somebody, um, have, what do you make? from these books and you know I mean marketing yes but what how where is this where is the income stream coming from is it just is it usually the sale of the book is it I know for um, nonfiction a lot of it can be speaking but what is I mean what can somebody look forward to um, making if you spend 10,000 what are you going to make on it right well and I cover that in the book I I, there's a little exercise that authors can do so um Okay, let, let's talk about nonfiction authors. Nonfiction authors like yourself uh, or myself, you know, they're, we're going to go out, uh, do consulting work, we're speaking, things like that. Um, but you have to look at it. Your book is a product. So if you sell, if your royalty on your book, let's say your royalty on your, your ebook is $5, and you've spent, you know, 10 grand on 
getting the book published and your marketing over the course of the first year or so, you could say, okay, well, $10,000 divided by five equals, you know, that's how many books you need to sell. Um, I mean, it really is that simple. And then breaking out to say, okay, how much time do I have to sell? Um, where am I going to go to market and promote? And, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, your book gets up, gets listed on Amazon or it's on Barnes and Noble or IndieBound and it's available to online uh, retailers. But just because it's available does not mean it's selling. You need to be marketing and promoting it. So that's what you need a plan for. And that's why I recommend to authors uh, to do their plan up front, to plan the publishing, set your goals. You know, and if, if someone came to me and said, listen, I've got five grand to invest in my book, well then we'll figure out a, we'll put together a plan that makes sense to get that book published in the best and most professional way possible, keeping with the author's budget and and uh, and their goals. Now, if you come to me and say, I've got you know $500 to publish my book and I want to be a New York Times seller by next week, well, that's unrealistic. And it goes back to setting proper uh, expectations, so. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, um, but you can make money. I mean, you're not just putting together a five or $10,000 you know, book thing, and just like, you can make money from it. You have seen authors spend five and ten thousand and make money back. Oh, absolutely. But that, but part of that, what, once the book is published, that's when the work really begins. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into putting it together. But then you've got a product, and then now you need to go out and do something, at least one thing, every single day to market and promote your book. The one thing that, that I must say, I can say, Marilyn, that I've seen you do is, you know, you, you've taken my advice and you are doing something, you're doing more than one thing every day to market and promote your book and you are seeing the results. Yeah. You are seeing I, the results. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 I have to say it's interesting because I am not doing, I mean, I, I do want to make money from it. Don't kid yourself. I mean, I'm not just doing it. I'm doing it for the fun of it. I'm doing it because I have something specific that I'm, I, I want to say and, you know, serve the world. But at the same time, I do want to make money from it. I have an expectation that this is going to take me someplace. Um, and when I get there, I'll be able to talk more, share more, make more of a difference. So, I'm, you know, I, have, I do have a method to my madness. But I have to say, like today, and this is how good this lady is, Sherry. You know, I was telling her earlier, we were consulting, and I was sharing with her, you know, my, one of the next things I'm going to do. And she about told me to hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and because I am like a bad, I love marketing, okay? Yeah. I mean, I'm a coach. I'm a listening fanatic, but I love marketing. And she about told me to reel it in. And you know why? She told me to get my website right. Because my website needs some tweaking. And she said, now that people are coming more and more and more, and I'm out there more and more and more, it's not exactly where it needs to be. And so, and I understand that because, you know, we all, we all, I tell this to clients too, slow down. You, you cannot put more brick on wet cement. If your cement is not dry enough, your building is going to topple over. So no matter how much you do in some area, you got to kind of do it in a balance. You know, it's a dance. Yeah. So, so I'm going to, I mean, I've done a lot. I've, I've laid out a lot of stuff for March, but I am going to heed the warning and I'm going to calm down a little and make sure that my website matches what I'm doing. So I do take the advice. Yeah. And, and, you know, you mentioned that you, I mean, you love to market. I love marketing. And so do I. So uh, so I'm, I'm excited now that I can get out there and, and be marketing and promoting my work. But, um, but there's so many authors who do not enjoy it. Or, and they don't really fully understand it. They, they're coming from a different right. uh, place, and that's just not their thing. And, and that's fine. But what, what those authors need to recognize is if you can't afford to do the marketing yourself, then you need to hire someone to help you or work with you. Uh, many times I work with authors and I'll put together a marketing plan for them, things that they can do and they can, they can pick and choose things that they want to work on. If they want to hire someone else to do, you know, their social media or event planning or, or whatever it might be that, that they have those options and then they can, 
they can make they can do a book review or pay for a book review service um, whenever they're ready to do it or you know apply for a, a book awards contest or something like that when it fits their budget and is right for them so so do you say um, if you so okay before I ask you this question this is something I'm gonna say to my to my audience whatever you're mm -hmm. writing about whether it's a fiction or nonfiction love it love it beyond a shadow of a doubt and make it more important than you so my my book is the, the people in my book that I've written about or that have you know written their stories I've into for this one I've interviewed 22 men they're more important than me so I'm doing it for them and when you do it for something else someone else it makes a difference it's it's easier to market it believe me it's easier to market it when it's out a little bit like that so if you're writing a fiction and your story means something do it for the story you know make it important yeah. that the story gets out there that it's not you're marketing yourself but you're marketing that story and, and I really believe that Sherry what do you think oh I, yeah I absolutely uh, agree with that I mean my book is is for authors I mean that's what I'm passionate about you know, helping, and my book is going to be a means for, for me to be able to help even more authors. I mean, you know, I've helped more than 15,000 authors at this point in my career and coming up on 16,000 and, uh, you know, there's so many hours in the day. So, you know, my book is a means for me to be able to reach more people and give them the tools that they need um, so they can get their work out to the world. So do you think that something is better than nothing? In other words, Somebody has an idea. They start to write it. Been, there's lots of promotion that says, you know, just write it and get it up as an ebook on Amazon. Start somewhere, build your audience, and then take it to, let's say, a more traditional self-publishing route, the kind that you're speaking about. What do you think? No, I uh, no, don't ever, <laughs> don't ever throw the work just up there. People think because the technology is there, you can take a Word document, a PDF. You can just throw it up on a website and boom, and for, for free, your book can be up on Amazon. Well, you know, you kind of get what you pay for. What, what have you invested in that? If you're just, you know, a book takes, requires a team of people. I mean, to, to put a book together, um, if, so I, I was asked to go speak at a career day. My, my brother's a Spanish and Italian teacher and was working at a middle school and uh, asked me to come and speak to the 6th, 7th, and 8th graders on career day about publishing a book. And I was like, oh, great. I had just gotten back uh, from China and had, had did a big presentation uh, to the Asian market about self-publishing. And so I'm thinking, oh, you know, middle schoolers, that's got to be easy. Well, you know, he's, I talked with him the night before at like 10 o'clock at night. And he's like, oh, well, you know, you've got to keep them interested. You know, and you're going to be doing the same presentation three times in a row, one one class after the next, and then I then I was in a panic, so I, I, I you know, I start pacing and I'm walking around and thinking, and so then I kind of then I started thinking about, okay, it would be fun for the kids to let one of the kids be an be the author, but I thought, well, I don't want to just single out one kid, I I want the rest to be involved, so I started thinking about all the the people that are involved in the process of putting a book together, and before you know it, I had like. 35 different job responsibilities. You know, you've got the first editor and the second editor and your, and your copy editor and the cover designer and your website designer and the book trailer producer. And I mean, and the list went on and on formatter and your publicist and your marketer and, and the public, you know, it just, the list went on and on and, and the kids really loved it. So we, you know, we went around the room and, and everyone got to have a role and, and participate. But even when you're self-publishing, all of those things need to need to happen. Now, some of them, do you need? Can you maybe you can't afford to have a book trailer, which is just an online video that promotes your book, like kind of like a commercial. You know, you don't need one. Um, that's a little extra added expense. But you know, those fundamental things like editing and formatting and cover design, you don't, you can't skip on those. And you need to have a plan in place. And and so many authors come to me and say, well, I'm just going to throw an ebook up, and then once I sell a bunch of them. Then I'm gonna take it down and I'm gonna have it edited, um, and then I'll spend money on marketing. And 
I mean, I can't tell you how many authors, that's, that's their mindset and that's the wrong approach. And then when they throw it up there and it doesn't sell, they want to know why they haven't, they, then they say, well, I'm glad I didn't invest in the, in the editing because the book is not selling. So it's like a chicken and egg thing. Uh, so um, Chris wants to know, what's the difference between the publicist, the agent, and the marketer? Okay, well, an agent is someone who represents the book and pitches that book to different publishers. So the agent, you're going to work with an agent. They're going to take a percentage of the total royalty. So you're going to split probably the royalty to a certain degree between the publishing house. So, you know, they, they typically don't get paid unless, you know, you actually get a deal. So they represent the author negotiating with a traditional publishing house. You know, someone like a HarperCollins or a Simon & Schuster or something like that. Um, the, public, the publicist, there's a difference between marketing and PR. So let's clarify that. The marketing um, is paid for. Uh, promotion, you know, it's, it's doing newsletters. It's, you know, out doing events. That's kind of promotion, you know, uh, that's more promotional. But, it, you know, you still, you still need to market it or advertise it. You need to advertise and market your book, uh, whether you're doing, you know, placing an ad in a, in, you know, a reviews magazine or something like that. You're, you're out there on social media and you're marketing and promoting. That's more marketing. PR um, or public relations requires a publicist. So a publicist specifically goes out and just tries to get media coverage. So you would send out a press release. A press release is just a written a one-page document that gets sent out to the media, and this can be, you know, TV, radio, online, bloggers, print, magazines, you know, that kind of thing. And the press release will get sent out. Uh, they would send them up, write the press release, send that out, and then then a publicist's goal is to really just get you interviewed. So, you know, this right here, if if I had a publicist, I mean, I am my own publicist. My, this interview with Marilyn here at Breaking Free would be the publicist's job to get me an interview like this, to get me an interview on, an, on a radio program, to get me interviewed in a, a magazine or with an online blogger. So a publicist, um, if, you're, if you're considering, do I want someone who does just marketing or just PR, um, you kind of need a blend of both. Um, with PR, there's, with PR and marketing, there's no guarantees on numbers. So just, you know, let's set expectations right up front. Um, but, you know, and nothing, no one will guarantee book sales because you, you can't. I mean, unless it's some sort of package of promotion where it's bundled in and you've got a sales goal that you're, you're trying to sell some special package, you know, and you're trying to sell 50 books at this event or 100 books or whatever it might be. Um, but that's, that's the difference between all three. That was a very, very good question, I think. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I do think people get confused and, you know, you want, you want to understand. And it, it is, it can, again, it can sound like a daunting task, but right. you don't have to do it all in one day. Nor do exactly. you, have to, you know what? I mean, I'm one person, Sherry, uh, you know, I'm, I work with Sherry, which I highly recommend. So if any of you out there are beginning this process or somewhere in the process, you know, you've been doing it by yourself and you want to consult Sherry, tell them about that. Yeah, I mean, I recommend, uh, you know, for everyone, you know, coming on, Marilyn and I work together. She's one of my VIP clients, and, um, you know, that's not for, for everyone. But, but for any author, I do recommend at a minimum, whether you're doing a, a consultation with myself or you find someone else who, you know, has the proper experience and education um, and understands the ins and outs of independent publishing, um, I mean, do a consultation. So you can go to my website. It is under construction this week, uh, so it's but it's publishingarchitect.com and go to the services section. Um, it's $350 an hour. It includes a publishing plan. If you're just interested in book marketing, it'll, it'll include the book marketing plan and a, um, an audio file of our, our conversation. But it'll be very specific and give you step-by-step -step instructions on what you need to do uh, and also doing it the most cost-effective manner. Again, I, I like to work with within the confines of the author's budget. Um, so there's always a way, there's always a means to get there. It might not be the most direct route, but we'll figure it out together and stick within your budget 
and may, and help to make it happen. But if if you're stepping into you're stepping into this new arena and you don't know the terminology, um, things like that, um, it's it's best to to talk with someone like myself, someone who's in that business who really understands and can help you get there faster and and most efficiently. Yeah, and I would say patience is a virtue. It is. Because you really got to have patience. You know, I mean, you really have to love, again, you got to love your idea. You got to love your story. You've got to love what you want to create. And you've got to have the patience to, you know, to try things. Sometimes something will work. Sometimes it won't work. Sometimes it'll work and then it won't work. And then you're going to try it again. I mean, you right. just, right? Well, I mean, even my book, I, I mean, I know the ins and outs. I know the software. I have workarounds for when things things don't happen. I mean, for example, I was, uh, was so when you're, when you're publishing with any online platform, they should give you the option to proof the book. That can mean a proof copy means, you know, a, it could be a physical copy, you know, like a physical printed copy. Um, it can be a, a digital copy, so they're just going to show you as some sort of online viewer or a PDF document to make sure that everything is is right and, and set up properly. And I was proofing my book with CreateSpace. And I'm looking at it, and it, it gave me an error message and said, your book does not have any ISBN numbers in it on the copyright page, which is not true. I mean, I was looking right at it. I go to the page, I look at it on the, on the proofer, and, and there it was. My ISBNs were, but it gave me the error message that it said you need to resubmit this file because your ISBN number is not properly associated with this this file. Well, it was it was an incorrect message on their part. So you know, I took a screenshot and you know I'll be writing an article about it and whatever. Um, but you know, little things like that happen all the time. And the everyday average person going through the process for the first time, there there's a huge potential to get lost. So you know if if, bud, if budget, which budget usually is the, the determining, dictating factor on what authors decide and the path they decide to take. That's why I really stress, you know, paying for a plan and having a conversation and just getting, you know, look at a consultation and getting your plan as like a recipe. You know, it's, it fits within your budget, your means, and you can follow it at, at your leisure and do it the way you want to do it. But it's, there, there are so many little ins and outs and things that can happen uh, because it's all technology based. So it's, there's, there's a lot that can go wrong. Um, even though for me, it's a simple process, but even still. Yeah. I mean, it's involved. I mean, you got to have patience for the process. You got to have the patience for the marketing and PR and publicity and all of that stuff. You just got to have patience and, and be creative. Yeah. You know, I'm, I am, I love the create the creative process of, marketing my book because I'm, I'm, I'm looking to be outside of a box. I don't even, and the, the, the truth of the matter is this is so new You're to me. You're always outside of the box. Well, yeah, but this is so new to me. I don't even know what's inside the box is. Inside the box is out of the box. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I mean, it's so I new. Do. You know, it's so yeah. new to me, right? So yeah. e everything, I mean, I will, I, I will call Sherry and say, is this okay? I mean, can I do this? You know, things like that because I don't know. But I'm okay asking because eventually I'm going to know more. And when I get to do the second book, which I've already started because I'm doing a series, you know, I'll know more. And then, of course, technology yeah. will change and I'll still won't know anything. <laughs> but I don't care. The important thing is I'm doing yeah. it. Right? That's what matters. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and let me say also, when the, you know, doing the series means a lot to me. Because I was telling Sherry this, and this is, I was telling her this just today, when we've already decided to do the series, was that I went to look for podcasts. Because I'm in the car, and I'm exercising, walking, whatever, and I want to hear more and more and more about this. Really, I do. I love it. I want to hear some of the little things that people are up to, how they do this, how they have a launch party. I want to hear it all. And I couldn't find anything that was current and when I found something that was current they were goofing around so much in the podcast I, I was losing my mind I was I was going to get gas at Costco and I was listening to this waiting for the information to come and it wasn't coming so we're gonna give you 
in this series things that matter, things that I want to know and things that you want to know. And we're going to bring people on who are going to help us learn, you and me together. So don't forget it's going to be um, the 17th, 24th, May 1st and 8th. Just keep a lookout. And if you want to know more, please write me at Marilyn at MarilynShannon.com. So now we're only got a few more minutes. So why don't wow. you share your book, where they can get it, all that kind of stuff. Oh, wow, this went fast. No, oh, it okay, does go so fast. I know, I know. Yeah. Okay, well, obviously you can get it at Amazon. Uh, Self-publishing fundamentals is the best way to look at um, uh, publishing architects blueprint self-publishing fundamentals but just search self-publishing fundamentals and it should come right up and um, my website is publishingarchitect.com and you can reach me there and did you say that your website is up or it's not up it, it is up okay. it is up all the pages aren't live because uh, everything's been redone so um, there are uh, I'm traveling today so I haven't had a chance to look at all the changes yet, but um, but is the scheduling there? Is the scheduling? The scheduling yep, you can go ahead and okay. and your listeners can get a uh, use a coupon code breaking free uh, for fifty dollars off uh, any of the consultation services. So okay, um, all right. So and, right, so it's three fifty. You said three fifty for the for me. A publishing for... or a marketing, either okay. either one. Okay. Whichever. Okay. Terrific. And just for those of you out there, again, my book is called In Just One Afternoon, Listening into the Hearts of Men. Can't see it because it's a black man. Okay, I'm not even going to hold it up because I'm not shaking his head because, of course, <laughs> we have a blue screen and I like wearing blue, but I intend to wear black because otherwise I, you won't see me. And I made the book in blue and you can't see it. So it's called In Just One Afternoon, Listening into the Hearts of Men. And it's it, it, thank you. The men, yeah, yeah, and I'll have to say that the stories are really terrific. And last week, I did a panel with um, eight or nine of the men that actually live here in North Carolina. Many of them live in other parts of the country, in the world, but there are eight or nine here, and they were fantastic. They were, you know, they were answering questions. They were sharing. They were they were brave. And my husband, who uh, called me earlier in the day, who was in the book, called me and he said to me, uh, you know, I said to him on the phone, this was my first event for the book. I said, I'm so nervous. He said, you're nervous. He said, I've never spoken in front of a room before. I've never been on a panel. So <laughs> it was really terrific. And the other men in the book are also extraordinary. And you can find my book on ebook and book book on Amazon and in just one afternoon listening to the hearts of men. Sherry. In closing, what would you say? Well, I just wish all the authors well. Um, would be appreciative. You picked up my book, Self-Publishing Fundamentals. If you have any questions, you want to do it all yourself, it's all in there. And just uh, keep your expectations in check and keep those emotions in check. And uh, anything is possible. Yeah, yeah. for me, in keeping it, one of the things in keeping it in check was working with Sherry, honestly. Because there were times where I would call her and I would really and I don't need a lot of self or a lot of outside you know somebody peeling me off of the floor but with this sometimes I needed that reassurance and it was really great to have somebody and you know you can join groups you can join all kinds of support for the writing process and really a lot of people do that so oh yeah yeah right yeah definitely yeah. and I mean like being an author is like you know, equivalent to being a bride in a certain sense, you know, you kind of just lose all sense of, I don't want to say reality, but um, it's so it's so personal and close that, um, you know, you, you need guidance, so. Yeah, and, you're, and you become so transparent and, you, yeah. and vulnerable, and part of this is loving your vulnerability. So thank you so much, Sherry, for being here today. It's thank been you. so much it's been great and I love you all out there and um, just tune in again and we'll see you really soon and share this show with your friends because I guarantee you there's a lot of everybody like I said wants to write it's important so I love you all I will see you soon bye Sherry bye bye
You are tuned to the Nissan Communications Network. And if you tuned in too late, you can always watch each program in its entirety or download an MP3 audio file of it in the archives section on nissancommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Twitter, and like us on Facebook. Sponsored by Atomos.com, makers of quality video recorders and converters, CarolinaApparel.com, and DeltaForce.net.